Hey everybody, welcome to Spin is a Four-Letter Word, the Maroon PR podcast. Appreciate you listening once again. Uh, joined by our COO, Jen Renahan. Hello, Jen. Hello. And our silent, but de- silent once again, but deadly producer, Brittany Everett, waving her hands. If you listened to the last episode, Jen had Brittany speak. And, you know, it was like Harpo Marx speaking for anybody who knows that, that reference at all. It was it changed the world. Everyone heard her voice for the first time. You will not hear her voice today. She's pushing buttons and doing whatnot. Making giving sound thumbs good. up. Yeah, making us sound good. So appreciate that. <laughs> um, today, Jen and Britt had the idea. Uh, we just recently turned to 16. We had our 16th anniversary. So they had the idea to kind of do a bit of a reflective piece and uh, come up with a few questions, right, Jen? Yeah, and we're going to do a little math. So taking, which we don't do here at Maroon no, PR. we don't do math. So 16 years. We've broken into four categories. And Slow down, Egghead. And you're going to give me four <laughs> answers to each category to All equal right. 16 moments. All right. Well, thank you. Um, let's let's do this. All right. Let's start with some easy, fun things. Tell yeah. me, give me your top four moments. Well, actually, this owner. this wasn't easy. You sent me. She sent me my homework last week, <laughs> and this wasn't easy. I mean, 16 years is a lot of moments, and. You know, I'm going to be 57 this year, so I forget a lot of moments. I don't remember all the moments. But, um, look, there are a few that really kind of jump out. Obviously, opening the doors. Um, April 3rd, 2006, we had two clients. We had a few employees. We opened the doors. We had no furniture. We realized that the building we moved into didn't have internet yet. And, essentially, I drove around um, trying to find business. And Andrea Kanicki, who now works at CHOP, the Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh, was there more of an administrative role, and she literally sat on the floor and waited for the phone yep. to ring. And <laughs> well, Jen was, um, you know, kind of servicing clients, yeah. and so yep. that was crazy. That was amazing when you look back on that. And that was our first of three offices. Um, another one that I really remember was our first big contract win. It was the American Cancer Society in Maryland, and. It was so much fun. Carolyn reminded me a little bit of it. It was the first time we went through a RFP process. Right. And <laughs> I, she, Carolyn remembered we also, we had the RFP and we just called a little staff meeting. Like we one of our cowbell meetings, probably the first ever cowbell mm. meeting. We just didn't call it that. <laughs> Everyone just stood around throwing ideas against the wall. It was so exciting. Jenny Coldiron, who's a huge friend of ours and a now a client at GBMC, the Greater Baltimore Medical Center, but she was there at the time and she hired us. And I remember we, I was in the office during Christmas break and I got the call and I was so excited. It was <laughs> such a big deal for us. And I emailed the company and it was very celebratory. And, you know, I don't think we do a lot of that, enough of that now, you know, it's just the way of the world. You win a piece of business, yeah, we have to service the business and we celebrate it, but not nearly like we did now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. That was fun. And I'm not saying this because she's sitting here, but bringing Jen back into the company. Um, she started with us, left after a couple of years to pursue the social media side of things. And then as social blew up and her and I remained close, um, I remember we met for at Starbucks in Towson and <laughs> we talked it over and um, brought her brought her back in. And it's that was a decade ago. And uh, that, yeah, was a, that was a big, big moment. It was a big moment because Jen is now our COO. And it was a big moment just because we were just a true media relations agency at the time. And social was starting to dominate and our industry was starting to change. And then I just look back on general um, uh, big wins. 
you know, the golf events, uh, the LPGA and the PGA Tour and the Senior PGA, that really was, it fed my passion and it, it, it was a big win for us. And we always said, have with our sports background, that when big sporting events come to town, we mm-hmm. better win those. Yeah. That's a must. Um, Walmart, uh, you know, <laughs> national company, and they hired us to be their PR firm. This was a long time ago. We've been with them now eight, nine years. The Maryland Food Bank was a big win for us. We mm-hmm. started small with them. We've grown exponentially ever since, and I've even joined the board of directors, so that was a big deal. And then Sagamore Farm, I look back on that. You know, Kevin Plank um, had the horse farm, Sagamore Farm. We had friends at Under Armour. They brought us there. And while the work with the farm was fun and enjoyable and exciting, it's really what it led to. It led to the development of Port Covington and us working with Weller Development and the Port Covington Development Team and then really getting more into corporate real estate as being a focus and it opened, you know, we had no clue at the time, but right. the doors had opened. Right. And that was one too, where like, it was kind of the first you helped create a brand. And you that had, is true. You had kind of done a little bit with the Ripken Foundation and Cal's company, Kinda. you know, but like to, on your own, you know, we developed it from the ground up. Of That's like, true. You yeah. Know, the, Kevin wanted to have a the, team feel. Yeah. The and, website, yeah. all of it, you know, and then website, it kind of fed social into platforms the, yeah, like that and all a, that. that That's true. That is cool. I forgot about all that. Mm-hmm. Last thing I'll say, it's probably I know more than four, but you know the the um, the international trips with Cal Ripken as he traveled the world as the State Department. You know, I was I had the company then, so he was a client. Right. Um, But as his publicist, going to China and Japan and Nicaragua and then you know Prague um, were just amazing, ridiculous trips and opportunities I never would have experienced had not been for him. So right, and even him going into the Hall of Fame. That yes, was, you know, right. that was, the Hall of Fame year. That was are. a year after we were right. a company. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I consumed <laughs> a lot of time. It was really a thrill, too. So, a lot of Cal stuff, obviously. Awesome. Well, how about top four challenges? You know, being an entrepreneur, and I know your family, you grew up in that world. Yeah. And so, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. Thanks. So, yeah, my dad was an entrepreneur because he, he only went to sixth grade. His dad passed and he had to do something. So, he took over a gas station that my grandpa owned and he started selling cars off the gas station. He got the restaurant ownership and I mean, all this kind of stuff. And he was a dynamic guy and, and my brother and sister had their own businesses and all that jazz. But I'd say four challenges, anybody out there who's an entrepreneur and who's wants to start a business or run their own businesses. There's a lot of challenges. Um, one is, and frankly, it's very lonely, even though, um, you know, you have people like you and every, people all around me that care about the company deeply and our team's great. We're doing great work. It's pretty lonely at the top. You know, it comes down to the person that owns the company really kind of driving the bus day to day and making sure that the doors open. And that's the respect kind of dove, uh, dovetails into responsibility. You feel a great responsibility for the team, right? Every, you want to make sure everybody has a good life, is getting paid appropriately, has a good balance, isn't overworked, likes what they do, it feels valued, all that kind of stuff. So there's responsibility. Um, maintaining perspective and balance. You know, there's a friggin' roller coaster owning a business. And, you know, you can freak out every time you lose a client or lose a bid. You can freak out every time somebody has a new opportunity and they leave the company, but you can't. You have to keep going. You have to have, maintain your perspective and your balance. You have to roll with changes. And the change is the one constant. You know, that's mm-hmm. a big joke. But it's... Um, it's re- it's true, and you just got to be able to kind of cope with it and know that it's coming. And I think the more you experience it and the more you run your own business, for those of you out there that maybe just are starting, 
don't freak out. Like you get used to it. It's just part of it. And the end of the day, um, you're not going to survive if you let every change and every shift or every loss. Well, um, I think you've done a good job at, at taking change and making it positive. Right. So there's, there's always an opportunity that comes from change. And I think you do a good job, you know, and because you are, it is your own business. You can make the decisions. It's a small team. We can change and we can add things or create new areas of the business, try things out. Like, so like change to me is it's well, a thanks. challenge, I mean, but it's also, I think you see it as an opportunity. Sometimes. Thanks, Jen. I mean, I think sometimes I handle it better than others, <laughs> um, as you've experienced many times <laughs> firsthand. Um, you know, and then I think just realizing like, I'm not really a PR person anymore. Right. I mean, I right. still dabble and I still help out and I still chime in, but like when you're running the business, whenever you're, whatever industry you're in, you start your business, you got to realize the thing that you're really passionate about that made you start the business, you're going to do less of. Mm -hmm. So you have to run the business. You got to bring in business. You got to do HR stuff and payroll. And you got, it's a lot of business development, making sure that there's enough business coming in to support everybody. And so, and then guess what? By the time, once in a while, you know, you get to bang out some media relations or things that you know really well and you can still want to do and keep your skills sharp. And we do, I do that. I kind of figure out ways in which to do that, which is fun. Yeah. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit about change. We talk, yeah. keep on that. <laughs> and you know, we talk a lot about the evolution of PR. So over the last 16 years, can you talk about maybe the top four changes that you've seen? Yeah, well, I, I kind of combine changes in, in, in the company and changes yep. in the industry, right? So like changes in the company, but some that have been really kind of fun is three office moves. You know, we started and we, each one was better. We just moved to better space and now we're in a great space and it's, it really feels good. Um, Bringing and Brittany will like this, but really making the decision to bring video in house was really a big decision. And honestly, when we look back, it was not something a lot of PR firms yeah, did. Yeah, it was at the early. Time. Yeah. It was very yeah. early, and PR firms didn't do that. But you know, we kind of more and more clients are like, "Do you know a videographer? Do you know a videographer?" And I got hit hit over the head with a tack hammer, going, "What the hell am I doing?" Like. Mm -hmm. we, Yes, I know a videographer and they work here. <laughs> and so we, we did it. We've gone through a few iterations before hitting home run with Britt. But she does so much more than just videographer. It's not yes. it's a short selling her skill yeah. set. She's an amazing editor and creative mind and all that stuff. But, you know, when we did it, I remember really vividly, we did it and thinking like, oh, shit, I hope this works out. And then like a week later, one of the biggest PR firms in the world, Edelman, I right. think it was, announced. announced that they're bringing video in-house. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm on to something yeah. and we've never let it go. And it's just grown and grown and grown. So that was a big deal. And that when we first brought it in, it was, we kind of, we called it like the Maroon PR newsroom and we were kind of making like little packages for clients. And yeah. it was like, it's just evolved so much into oh like, and we never thought we'd be here today with no. like, you know, we're figuring out how to do reels for an Instagram and this and that. And before it was just a little bit like, yeah, we can do minute little pieces for your client and that was it for and now sure. it's so much more well and ima imagine if we didn't have it yeah like <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do a third of the of stuff the we do for yeah. our clients it's crazy and so it's been it, that was a major sea change for us mm -hmm. at the time felt like an enormous risk and it felt like a crazy risk because we didn't have a lot of money and you know we're just trying to figure it out and we don't know if people are going to want to pay us for this and all that stuff and boy it's it was the best decision ever and then the growth of the growth of our industry, we talk a lot about it, but not that long ago, public relations was media relations. Mm -hmm. It was earned media. Now it's earned, owned, and paid, right? And so we live in those three buckets and we're doing more and more. We do media buying at a pretty high level for a lot of clients now. 
we do creative and um, run social and obviously still earn media is a big part of it. So just that evolution has been a big thing yeah, as well. Sure. And then I'll, we'll get a little plug for the PR agency world. Yes. <laughs> what, is your, what are your top four reasons that someone should hire an agency? Yeah, well, look, I think, I think there's like when, you've, when you realize that public relations is important, right? As an organization, when you realize that all the aspects, earned, owned, and paid, telling your story, getting out there in an effective, cohesive way is important to you, there's two ways you can go. You can hire someone or a team, or you can hire an agency. Mm-hmm. Sometimes both. And sometimes both, right? <laughs> Many of our clients, Food yeah. Bank's a great example, yeah. Joanna, and sometimes. several of our clients have in-house PR, and then they utilize us. But a lot of organizations kind of choose, right, yep. when which direction to go. And I would say, like, when you examine what value you get from a public relations agency, you have no overhead, you get a team. A team, oftentimes in our world, you will get six to eight people working on your account sometimes, minimum of four or five. And you would never be able to afford that. Mm -hmm. And you get over 100 years of experience, especially like you look at just me, you, and Matt Williams, and that experience alone, people would generally not be able to afford. So the value add is tremendous. The lack of overhead, most, you know, you can leave an agency without any HR issues, without any headaches, you don't have to buy equipment you don't have to buy software and then um and then you want that outside perspective i think sometimes everything in the four walls you need a voice that says that's a great thing to do but that's not news or that's not compelling or this isn't going to sound right it might sound right in your four walls but it's not going to sound right to the world and you should think about that and i think outside perspective is something that we bring that all agencies bring that's really really important to clients awesome well, there you have it. 16 things take away. Back to the math. Forty, twelve, sixteen. 16. No, but listen, it's, it's been, it's been a great run. 16 years. I, it, in some ways it feels like 16 years, right? In other ways it doesn't. It's, it's gone by, um, what I feel, it feels like pretty quickly, but, um, a lot has happened to this agency over the 16 years and looking forward to the, to the future and the years to come. And, um, yeah, and so I, to me, it's a really exciting time. It just seems like with the world opening back up and getting through COVID. I mean, we made it through through yeah. the craziness of, of the pandemic. And, um, you know, we have new clients coming every day. We, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. seems like every couple of weeks we have an opportunity to possibly bring in a new client. So it's exciting for sure. Yeah, everybody out there listening, I'm sure that you are um, starting to feel it, right? If you're in a business that people are doing business again, they're coming out, they're living again and we're, we're acting with a sense of normalcy and, and um, a sense of urgency again it's all really good stuff so onward here's to a great 2022 and beyond but thank you jen thank you Britt. thanks for uh, everybody for tuning in and uh, hope you enjoyed it we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening to spin is a four-letter word if you like what you hear today please subscribe send us your feedback too we want this to be interesting for everybody And give us a follow at Maroon PR on Twitter and LinkedIn.